listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. Feel the culture. <laughs> oh, friends, welcome aboard. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. They score! Jonathan Uberto, Elias Lindholm, and the scene of rises at Scotiabank Saddlebone. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. Thursday, it's the Big Show, Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Wow, do we got a busy show today. Woo! Like, we have a just cram into your suitcase as much as possible, sit on it, and try to zip it up like packed show today. Oh, it's a fun analogy. Yeah, the one you just sit on it and then like get in there. Come on, get in, get in. I need to bring all this stuff. Um, Ross Tucker is going to join us at the top of the hour. Preview the Thursday nighter tonight. Patty's uh, Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Motor City Lions. That's fun. Gonna be a really good one. It's gonna be fun. Packers getting healthy. Yeah, I mean, it looks like, uh, well, Christian Washington should be good to go. Aaron Jones could be uh, good to go. The mm. left side of the offensive line is still not there, but uh, they'll have some offensive weapons to help out Jordan Love. Bakhtiari's hurt again, right? Yeah. He always this, gets hurt. Like, he remains hurt. I don't think we, I think we're coming to the end of David Bakhtiari as a, as a football player. That second uh, ACL that he had a f- couple years ago really just devastated yeah. him. And then Matt LaFleur brought it up. I know everybody was like, oh, it's, it's because of the turf. No, like. This is just what you're going to get. They did it last year with him. Like, he'd play a game, and then he'd sit for, like, two or three, and then he'd play a couple, and it's just not enough. So they, 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 they've they done a really good job, I thought, filling up on that on that left side. Royce Newman's done a really good job. Obviously, Elkton Jenkins going down, and Zach Tom left last week as well. So Aiden Hutchinson could have, uh, could have some fun yeah. if they're not uh, preparing enough for him tonight. This is a 32-year-old tackle who has essentially played 10 straight years in the NFL being a tackle for one of the best quarterbacks yeah. that we've seen, so... A little wear and tear is yeah. not shocking at this point in his career. But I mean, not the, everybody gets into the yeah. mid to late thirties exactly. as an offensive lineman. Those knees, mm-hmm. they take a oh. lot of oh yeah, a lot and of damage over the course of an NFL career. Your credit to Gutekunst and company. They've they've drafted off on that offensive line super well. Well, even super even our well. man uh, John Bender when uh, we played golf with him, has to wear his knee brace because yeah. uh, blew at his knee getting rolled up on. Like, listen, it's, it's the strong terrible. joint in the human body, but when you're when the inflating these men to weigh 350 pounds uh, and yeah. then they're falling on top of each other, and yeah, the body's not necessarily meant to hold up to that. Uh, so Ross Tucker at the top of the hour, he will join us. Um, Chandler Jones was something interesting <laughs> this morning on social media. We'll get to that with Ross Tucker. Jeff Merrick, host of the uh, appropriately named Jeff Merrick Show. He'll join us and 32 Thoughts. He'll join us at 7.30. And uh, the 21st captain of your Calgary Flames, Michael Backlund, 7.45. That's exciting. Very excited. Super excited. Uh, Bax. He, he will join us. It at, just seems, feels right. Seeing him put on that sweater yesterday felt right. Yeah, well, that's, that's kind of the uh, the vibes that everyone yeah. was talking like about. It, it was like, yeah, it was going to be there, but until he actually put it on, it's like, hmm. Well, yeah. That looked good. It was very that satisfying. Yeah. Like eating a bread bowl with a salad. <laughs> um, Shai Davidi, yeah. uh, Blue Jays and MLB columnist huh. for Sportsnet. Yeah, like you had the salad, but you also have the bread bowl. Then you eat the bread bowl, and then nothing's left. Uh, Shai Davidi, That's good. 
Blue Jays and MLB columnist for Sportsnet at 8 o'clock. Uh, Jays get shut down Oof. by uh, Garrett Cole and Wait, the Yankees. Score a run, boys. Not, not, <laughs> zero runs in two games. You know what I thought of last night watching that game? Man, this Garrett Cole's the real deal. Well, haven't that, I, why haven't I heard of this yeah, guy? And I haven't heard a lot of spider tag talk on the uh, on social media that yeah, he was only good with spider tag. No, the, die, the guy is like the slam dunk runaway winner of the Cy Young Award. And uh, yesterday was the exclamation point on his Cy Young. He'll win his first one this season. Just completely dominated the Blue Jays in a complete game two-hit shutout. Uh, incredible stuff. You know what I thought of last night? Remember when Alec Manoa used to get in his grill and be like all tough? One, you get past the yeah. the sign, and it's like Alec Manoa's like yeah. careers in Cross. peril right now. Exactly. Cross here, and he's all tough guy. He's like, oh, Alec Manoa. Whoa, um, yeah. I think if Garrett wants to do something, he can walk past the Audi sign next time. Yeah, Audi. Yeah. That was what it was. The Audi, was the Audi sign. Shout out to Audi. And yeah. uh, their careers. Well, I mean, Garrett Cole was always good, but still, like since that moment, it's just been like, ooh, oh yeah, arrows down like the stock market. Yeah. It's the old, uh, the old um, emoji, the <laughs> yeah. trending up, trending yeah, down emoji. Exactly. The guy would probably take Alec Manoa in a fist fight, but yeah, as far as Jeez. how he throws well, the ball know. right now, I don't know. I don't know. The movement, I don't know if it's all there. I'm... And he got that the injections in his right elbow. I'm leaning power. Okay, well, I'm for, leaning power here. Well, for a big guy like Alec Manoa, you think he'd throw harder than he does? He doesn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. He, he throws like 93. Yeah, but which I, is like I'm average. gets it up there. Yeah. Throws the heat. Man, I, Manoa I could still throw think Alec Manoa would throw a harder Probably. punch than Garrett Cole would. Probably. A knuckle sandwich. There's yeah. enough meat behind yeah. it. Serve it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, a ridiculously busy show. And we're doing our NFL big bets coming up at uh, 8.30. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of three-point spreads this week. Oh, good. That's that fun. Mean, that means close games. Yeah. Also, something that I know our text line loves. Uh, Taylor Swift yeah, update. Yeah, damn right. More news. Oh, Taylor More news. freaking Swift <laughs> update coming up in the show. Tay-Tay and the Big Yeti. Should have like a splitter. A little, yeah, little Taylor, Swift Taylor Swift update. update. Do, do, do. Little news I update. Like that. Yeah. I like that. Everyone just hates. Switch the channel. Just click. Don't care. Um, also, a big three-team trade in the NBA that we're not going to talk about. That it, maybe it should be talked about. Of course, I have it in the Rose Report. Really okay. should, it's Dame time, George. Because yeah. like Dame Lillard saw the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey news, was like, bet, trade me. Yeah, yeah. time. <laughs> I gotta get. I me gotta a get superstar. back in this news. Yeah, uh, yeah, Milwaukee. No. I need to get me. No, a, I mean more like ugh. getting into the news uh, cycle. Like I need to take over the news cycle for a bit here. Yeah, good luck. He's not. He didn't even move the needle yesterday compared to Taylor Swift. I know. You know, like come on. It's not even close. Like, hey, what about us? <laughs> yeah, we've forgotten we about. We're the... Yeah, still the best off season. The NBA, like the drama, it's it, incredible. The I player mean, movement and the drama is incredible. Like July obviously wasn't great this year on both sides of the league. It was just a poor free agent class. Yeah. Um, but no, the NBA will always have one, at least one, in the summer to keep you hanging on. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, um, some um, sad news yesterday, and some really good news. A very bittersweet day. Um, for the Calgary Flames and the organization. Um, let's first address this. Um, Craig Conroy talked about it. Uh, we saw the post on social media yesterday as well about the uh, condition of um, Chris Snow. Um, here's what Connie had to say before Michael Backlund was officially named the captain of your Calgary Flames. First, I want to just start with our good friend Chris Snow had a medical emergency yesterday and... Um, He's been battling ALS for five years, and he's in another battle right now. So, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to Chris, Kelsey, Cohen, and Willa. Um, you know, he's 
never heard him complain once about this through this five years, and it's uh, it just doesn't seem right to to not have Snowy here today with me. But you know, I was fortunate enough to bring Cohen. A uh, little Snowy's here, and and that means more than more than you know. Thank, thanks, Cohen, for coming today. Yeah, um, very uh, emotional from the uh, general manager of um, the Calgary Flames, Craig Conroy. Obviously, our thoughts and prayers uh, to the Snow family right now and what obviously is a very, very difficult time. Um, I've I've had... I, I was there when, when Conroy was announced as the general manager of the Calgary Flames where Chris got his promotion as well and he was sitting there and all I could think about was, man, that guy is such an inspiration. Like, I, you're just sitting there watching him like, wow, that guy... That's what it's all about. He is such an inspiring figure, and uh, we wish him and the family absolutely all the best in a uh, very difficult time, Maddie. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, didn't know Chris well myself, but one of those guys that anytime anybody talked about him, their eyes kind of yeah. lit up and smiled and the whole nine yards. So, yeah, um, Kelsey, Cohen, Willa, we're all thinking about you, and the whole Flames fan base, I think, is behind you guys. 100%. So. Um. Yeah, it's a it's a tough situation. It's a it's a tough day, uh, and also um, it's a good day for the Calgary Flames as the twenty first captain of your hockey team was named yesterday. Although uh, they went against my idea of naming him at the home opener, but whatever. I guess it's fine. Um, I'll get over it one day. Um, the twenty first captain is Michael Backlund. Uh, not too surprising, and it's funny how the perception of the organization has changed in a few months. A lot of negativity after missing the playoffs. Daryl still here. Just a black cloud over the Saddle Dome. And now even Backlund, after having a summer to think about it, we'll talk to him at 745. A big pros and cons list. Him and his wife wrote down the pros. Mm -hmm. Just completely outweighed the cons in leaving and signing him to a two-year deal. Love me a good pro and con list. Yes. Um Signing a two-year deal at just four and a half million, he's locked in for the next three seasons, including this one. The deal's great, uh, the situation's great, uh, and he talked about how it was very important to him. Everybody on the team acknowledged that he was already the captain to begin with, and now officially he has the C on his sweater. Yeah, like this is something that Daryl didn't want to name a captain. Daryl didn't want a captain for the last couple of seasons for whatever reasons that he had, uh, and. I agree with Craig with what he said this entire offseason that you need a captain up here in a Canadian market. And even if it's okay, it's the de facto Michael Backlund, true, but he doesn't have the C and it doesn't have the same responsibilities and it doesn't have the same type of gravitas around the room. It doesn't have the same anything. It's not, it's not, it's different when you don't have the actual letter on your jersey. And now the team is committed to this idea. Michael Backlund's the right guy. If he was going to be the guy last year, there was no other way that you could have gone. Yeah. You know, minus him leaving. That was the only other thing. And he decided this is going to be it. This is going to be where I want to be for the next three years of my career. We'll go from there. And I got no problem with that. And I got no problem with how any of this has played out for the Flames. And uh, And Michael. We'll we'll talk to him at 745. Um, We'll ask him uh, when, when did he officially say, yep, that's it. I, I just can't leave. Like this is this is home, and I want to be a Calgary Flame. And we'll talk to him at seven forty-five. Very exciting. Uh, just from the hockey aspect, 
of it. AAV term. Amazing. And even Conroy talked about it uh, with uh, Pat uh, yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Um, it's okay. Even after the two years up, you want to sign one year deals. No problem. Just totally up to you. So Craig did it at the end of his deal or at the end of his career. Yep. Um, that's what a lot of guys do at the end of their career. Go around getting one year deals. Michael Stone did it. He doesn't have the same cachet of either Conroy or Backlund, but right. you can do it in the NHL. And if he's still able to play at that point, by all means, have at her. He'll be over a thousand games by then. He's going to get to 990 if he plays in all 82 this year. He's going to hit 500 points probably before Christmas. So this is going to be a big season for him. He still has a lot to give. Like, how many times did we sit here last season and talk about this is the best third-line center in the NHL, right? How many times did we do that? Multiple? Ten? A dozen? Something like that? And if you're paying him $4.5 million, that's that's great. Now, the thing is here, you have to make sure, and this isn't necessarily on Michael, but Nozam and Elias have to be your top two centers or else this is not as good. Because then, if he's having to be your second-line center, if he's having to be your your first-line center... At 35, 36, that's no good. Obviously, there's going to be games where that line exceeds and it has great games. Yeah. But you're going to need the guys ahead of him to play well. Or else, what's the point in having an excellent third-line center? Yeah, um, he is, uh, again, uh, when you look down the middle, I said this yesterday, you, you line up Lindholm, Kadri, and Backlund. It's pretty damn good uh, top three in the NHL. And... Of course, yeah, he captained Sweden to that 2018 gold medal at the IIHF World Hockey Championships way back when in 2018. But uh, again, it's something he talked about yesterday that a lot of the guys on the team reached out to him and said, yeah, you're already the captain in our eyes. And that's kind of a, a big reason why he ended up staying too is just what his teammates think of him and what that leadership role entails. And Connie talked about it yesterday with Pat that, you know, it's, when you're a professional hockey player, you absolutely have to worry about yourself and your career. But then when you put the C on your sweater, you also have to worry about every other guy in the room. And uh, he's the perfect guy for that job with this team. 100% good family guy. He's And he's been in Calgary forever. So anytime you have any new players coming into the city, he's going to be one of those guys that kind of understands the do's, the don'ts, the yeah. spots to hit, all everything about Calgary now because he's been here since you know drafted in 2007 Oof. that's a long time Conroy ago. played with him I know yeah. isn't that ridiculous yeah I was going back and I was watching some of his draft footage and it was uh Iron Mike is the head coach and Daryl is the GM sitting on one desk together and you're just like my goodness yeah Oof. imagine trying that tandem this yeah. nowadays probably last a couple weeks maybe yeah. my goodness but, yeah, for him to go full circle here, like, this is a guy who at the beginning of his career, too, injuries were kind of a problem. Like, he had this abdominal issue, I want to say, that for the first few years seemed to be like an off-and-on thing for, like, three seasons, and you never really knew if he was going to be healthy or if he was going to turn into the player that he was drafted to be. And he eventually got through all of that, and... There he is. That's a very nice career for Michael Backlund and very excited that he's going to play the next three years here in Calgary. He's got a no move on it. It's got a modified trade on it. It kicks in in 2026. I like the deal a lot. 
Um, I asked you this yesterday. I'm going to ask you again. Do you think this will sway Elias Lindholm into staying at all in any way, shape, or form? The only way that I think the two are relative is if that $5.5 million going down to $4.5 million, that million dollars is going to Lindy. That would be the only way that I think that these would be really relative to each other. I think that Lindholm has an idea of what he wants. Yep. And I don't know if Backlund signing on for a couple more years is enough for him to say, no, I'll drop it down a bit. But also Lindholm's, here's why I think it doesn't matter a little bit. Backlund was one of the guys who we said, and let's wait and see what this organization looks like when we come back. Let's see what, you know, there was, and even Backlund talked about it yesterday with Pat, how there was a lot of negative energy around the Calgary Flames, and I'm paraphrasing, but kind of what he said. Sure. Like, just a a lot more positivity now with the Calgary Flames, and I'm sure Elias Lindholm's experiencing the same thing. Without a doubt. You know, if Lindholm, if if a guy who is like Calgary Flames through and through was contemplating leaving with the with the culture around the team and how everything felt around the organization. And then for a guy like that to, you know, see how everything is now with a new management team, and this isn't a slight on Tree and, and Sutter, but it's just a new management team, a new coaching staff, just a new attitude with the Calgary Flames. I'm sure Elias Lindholm sees the same thing. And, and, and maybe that's why that could sway him as well into potentially staying. Obviously, you're going to have to pay which is every Elias Lindholm has every right to get every penny he he can from the Calgary Flames. And I'm always pro player first. They're the ones who've sacrificed their entire lives. They're the one putting their bodies on the line, you know, every game playing professional hockey. But, you know, just when Michael Backlund talks about it, how things have changed around here, I'm sure Elias Lindholm has noticed. And that potentially could mean and again, I'm, I'm speculating. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, I don't is, know like, this for a fact. Like, but when Michael Backlund said, "I'm gonna see a wait and see how things are," and then he noticed, yeah, there's a big change here. I'm sure Elias Lindholm's noticed the same damn thing. Exactly right. And and that would be my more point. I don't know if him signing the contract is like, oh, now a fog has been lifted and everything is clear now. But like, I I've been saying this the entire summer. Every time we talked about Elias Lindholm. And why he has not signed yet. Like, why would he sign? There's been a ton of change this offseason, and you had to arrive and make sure that the change was legit. And obviously, like we heard from Michael Backlund yesterday, comes in, and everything that the team has been preaching as far as what they were going to change, how they were going to approach this season, everything's going to be different, everyone's going to be feeling good, everyone's going to be having fun, everything feels like that has been checked off at every single stop. So... At this point, you just kind of have to wait and see with Lindholm and see what happens here. Now, with Backlund signing recently and with how things have gone through training camp thus far, personally, I'm a little bit more bullish on Lindholm getting signed before the end of camp. I don't have any information on that, but just reading vibes, which I think I'm pretty good at. I don't want to toot my own horn, but pretty good at reading vibes. You're like a metal detector on the beach? I'm like a bit of a mentalist, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. I miss that show, The Mentalist. I love The Mentalist. I would just watch it in the summer, actually. Uh, that doesn't surprise Jane, me. Man. It doesn't surprise hey, me at all. I always loved the promos on CBS yeah. during football. Yeah. The Mentalist. The Mentalist. Yeah. Wait, like... wasn't he canceled? I don't. The guy who played the him. Mentalist? Yeah, I have no I thought idea. He was canceled. Oh, he's an Australian dude. I have. Yeah, yeah, I thought he got canceled. I don't know. Anyway, can we fact check that? I'm gonna check it. All right. 
But yeah, if I was the mentalist, I would be like, yeah, vibes are good here. Lindy's yeah. signing for sure. If I was the mentalist. <laughs> such a good show. Simon Baker. Such yeah, Simon Baker, the mentalist. Stop saying such a good show before we find out if he was canceled was or he not. Canceled? You, gotta, you gotta hedge your bets here a little bit. Yeah. My uh, goodness. Oh, latest news, 54 and his lookalike son, Claude, 24, flaunt their physiques as they enjoy a swim at Bondi Beach. That sounds fine. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't just, sound like a headline no, you'd Google write about Simon someone if they Baker were canceled. canceled. Just okay. Google Simon Baker canceled. Cancel. <laughs> I think he was. I would break my heart. Yeah. Uh, it just says the mentalist is canceled as CBS confirms crime drama oh, starring yeah. Simon Baker will end in February. The show got canceled. <laughs> he has not been canceled. He oh, is a yeah. fine gentleman. I stayed up a little later than <laughs> usual last night again because I uh, we're watching the mentalist. No, I watched oh. another episode of the morning show and I was just oh. hating myself. <laughs> the new season. I was just hating myself. Like, why am I watching this crap? Have? I don't know. It was a new one last oh, night and I'm like, no. oh. I'm sorry for your loss. I'm like, oh. <laughs> why am I watching this? Just like. And again, I watched the whole episode. I watched the whole hour of it. I'm like, this is such <laughs> crap. And yet I continue to watch it. Are they still in space? No. It's just Stupid me at first episode. So let's just shoot you into space. Like what? <laughs> what? Pardon yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, could they? Uh, uh, they want to shoot us into space, man. I'm like, I'll pass. <laughs> I don't. I'll pass on the enormous G-force that'll yeah. be all over me. The no vacuum thanks. of space. Love it. Milvain. Oh, just like that that amusement park ride in in Asia somewhere. Oh no. Do you see the video of that? No, you were talking. So George showed me. Yeah, so there's like a there's this ride <laughs> somewhere in Asia that was like the you know the circle spinny thingy that tilts. Yes. Yeah, the fireball they call it. Yeah, somebody yes. pooped their pants on the ride, and the poop literally flies off the ride it and hits up. the people in line. It shot up. Could and you then imagine? Down. Like what a buzzkill that is for your day. Ruined day, just completely. You, you go you to the think? theme park. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna have a nice time. I'm gonna have a funnel cake. That so, would never happen at Stan. Well, that could mind, totally happen. You know what? I remember mind. when I was I'm a kid. Gonna, that slingshot ride. I can't ride? say that. No, I take that back. Sorry. Uh, real quick, I remember when I was a kid. It was around grade seven. You pooped your pants? No, I never pooped oh. my pants. Knock on wood. So it's always uh, a first. <laughs> thanks, Patrick. <laughs> thanks, Patrick. Never say never. Never say never. Never, never say Thanks, never. Thanks, dude. Yeah, right never on. Say never. We've all been close. You just jinxed it. We've all been close with that single bead of sweat coming down your forehead. Thanks, and you're asking Patrick. your body not to let you down. Hey, you just pray those elevators at your condo work every damn time. It's true. Oh, um, man. Stairs. So, oh, no. Um, done. So grade seven. No. Uh, GM picnic. My dad worked at GM. Okay. So I went to the GM picnic. It was at Prudhomme's Landing, mm-hmm. which is right on Lake Ontario, and uh, we're on the Ferris wheel with my buddy. So you know the Ferris wheel. You think now this is gonna happen? Doesn't my buddy directly to the left of me get thrown up on from oh, the one on no. top? <laughs> Ferris wheels are so slow. Oh, yeah. And no. why'd you get motion sick on a Ferris wheel? They probably had a lot to eat. Oh, <laughs> maybe they were buckled. Yeah. So, and I'll never forget this sight as long as I live. He gets kind. He gets puked on. It somehow misses me. Luckily, God was on my side. And I'll never forget this. The uh, the carnival gentleman with <laughs> with. <laughs> With a heater in his mouth. <laughs> the carnival gentleman with a heater in his mouth. Just hosing it off when yeah. he got off. Alright. Uh, another one, eh? It's like a dime let, me just put, let, me just, let me just say this to you, and I'll never forget about that thing. 
the uh, the carnival rides and the uh, you know the crooked games they have. Yeah, um, they'd actually take cash and Canadian Tire money at the same time. All right, hey. When Canadian Tire money was in the bills. Yeah. I will say, you can buy a lot of things at Canadian Tire that you go in there and you're like, really? Yeah. Huh. But uh, anyway. It's a great place. The carny guy on, with the heater in his mouth, just hosing yeah. it down with a green hose. Yeah. Damn kids. Yeah. <laughs> Damn hope, kids. Hope you enjoyed the ride. Watch right. out for beacon feet down at Prudhomme's Landing. That's a text. Wow. Um, thank you. It is, he is, uh, he is right. It is Prudhomme's Beacon Landing. Feet. The Beacon's a, uh, a, uh, hotel okay. that is right there too on Lake Ontario, uh, but it's, it's torn down. They're building oh. housing there now. Um, <laughs> we got to get to the Rose Report because, uh, we have like, we have, we have three guests, triple guests, seven o'clock. Yes. Yeah. Stacked. Ross Heaps. Tucker, Jeff Merrick, Michael Backlund. Mm. That's a, like a loaded show. Like we sound like we're legit when we have guests like that. <laughs> yep. Meanwhile, we're just a bunch of nothing knuckleheads. Nobody knuckleheads. Speak for yourself. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Rose Report's next. It's a big show. Russell and Rose Sports at 960. The fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the big show. Russell and Rose Sports at 960. The fan at the top of the hour. Our man, Ross Tucker. Host of the Ross Tucker podcast. NFL analyst. He'll join us. Excited to talk to Ross. Thursday night football. Packers. Lions. Will we see Jared Goff? Is he going to be Goffle tonight? Gorf? No, I don't think so. He's been good. He's been solid. They might not have David Montgomery, which means we get to see more Jameer Gibbs, which I want. Yeah, but their running game's not the same with Monty. Yeah, well, he's the crash and bang. Yeah, he's he's the big dog. Yes, sir. You got a lot of meat. And uh, start Sam Laporte at tight end. He's having a good start. eh? He's been like a top eight tight end every week. Just get yourself a tight end from Iowa and move on. Let's go. And uh, all the good ones, baby. We're uh, going to talk to Kittles Jeff from. There's a Is whole he? bunch of them. Country There's Strong. A whole bunch of them are from Iowa. Yeah. Um, the college. I don't know if they were born there. We'll talk to uh, Jeff Merrick. And we'll talk to uh, the 21st captain of your Calgary Flames, Michael Backlund, in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, busy, the... busy, busy show. The back dog. Uh, why don't you call him that? Hey, back dog. I think that'd be great. He'd be like, I love that nickname. Um, let's get know. to the Rose Report. Brought Better to you than by- backs. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, back dog. Hey, back dog. Um, let's get to the Rose Report. It's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. It's so stupid. <laughs> Anytime, I'm just, instead of an S, I'm just going to take the S out and put dog in there. And that's how yeah, I'm going to do nicknames from moving forward. Yeah. Uh, they'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10%. On 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Yes, sir. Welcome, friends. The Flames get backland done. They also played a preseason game in Winnipeg. Had the Jays and Yankees yesterday. Yuck. Uh, Thursday night football gets going. Week four starts tonight. A minor NBA deal as well. And uh, some unfortunate discrimination that we're going to have to address. Something that, frankly, I won't stand for, George. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Flames announced Michael Backlund as the captain yesterday. As the Brain Trust heads to the table, new coach. Proud to select from Vasteros, Sweden, Michael Backlund. Ready for dropping it for Backlund. Scores! Michael Backlund's first NHL goal. We're tied at deuces. 
Backlund to Weidman, back to Backlund near side. He steps into the high slot, shoots, and scores! The Findaway Flames have done it again! Michael Backlund is the hero! I'm very proud uh, uh, to wear the, uh, you know, the C on my chest, the two Cs, and uh, it's a special day. Uh, I'm very excited um, and uh, that I also get to be the captain. So, George, it's two C's because the C for the captain is going to be in the, in the corner of his chest. And then they have the big flaming C, which is their logo. That's yeah. in the middle of the jersey. So he's going to be wearing two C's you this know what? season. I wish, I wish the Flames would go back to having their logo, the logo as the, as the C, C. And yeah. then the Atlanta logo as the A. I thought that's very clever. It's pretty good. They I worked I with the old jerseys. Those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they could, I'm sure they could do that. When, when Adidas gets dumped this after this season with yeah. New Era, maybe uh, next season. I should don't be, think the Flames should be leaving these jerseys anymore. No, 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 no. I'm just saying just the seat. No, no, no. Don't you touch don't want to ruin that. Don't touch the Why does it ruin it? Because the, the, that's they're taking it right from their first look, and they didn't have the Flaming Sea as the seat. The Flaming Sea was only on for like a couple years on the pedestal. Yeah, I was going to say they're, they're kind of blasty pedestal time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like mid okay. and late 90s. No, the sweater's perfect. The, no, don't the mess A with it. was great. The A, I loved the A, the O to the A, but... That's old. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think it would be a little overdone. Yeah. I think oh, it would no. be a little heavy-handed. Wow. You know what I love right now? That mm. you guys make uh, hockey fashion your passion. You know me. I'm okay. I was rated the second most stylish friend in my friend group. Oh. By oh, my wow. friends. That's well, good. Second? Yeah. So you were the first place loser? No, I was second place. First place loser? No, it's all about perspective. Okay. Second place. Right. Second best. Silver is the worst medal to win at the Olympics. Hey, I'd, that ra close. I'd rather be the second best dressed hey, than the third like, best uh, dressed. That's true, but you're that close. Bronze is like, hey, at least I got something. Hey, First, I'm in here. I'm on the podium. Yeah, I'm on the podium. First best dressed man in the room right now. I'll tell you that much. Oh, wow. Okay. 900. Hey, 900. The, 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 the. <laughs> See? See what happens that's when what I get. do stuff like that's that? That's what I get. Batty's got that's a lot of layers on. That's what I get from being a jerk. got a lot of layers Are you cold? I'm always cold. You got a toucan. I got like a sweater, nine. We've reached two hoodie. Let's, Have we? Yeah, yeah. I always run confirm. hot, so I'll, I'm never. Yeah, you're a big sweaty boy. Yeah. 908 really games sweating, played for Michael. Just run hot. <laughs> not like, not like. It's not like pouring off my forehead right now. Yeah, you're like you're a sweaty boy. It's like oh, yeah. coming up. Oh, oh, it's hot. Hey, I got like a handkerchief. That I'm just dabbing my forehead with the entire <laughs> like, like that gift of peel where he's just yeah. sweating profusely. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's coming up? So hot. Uh, Two-year extension, four and a half million dollars per. He'll play at five point three five this year, uh, less than three-year five and a half that Elliot had written about in his thirty-two thoughts blog the day prior. Also, Pierre LeBron of the Athletic reporting that there is a no-move clause, so he can't be sent to the AHL uh, for the duration of the contract. He also can't be traded until a trade exception kicks in January 1st, 2026, and then it's a 15-team no-trade list, George. Again, it's slam-dunk deal for mm -hmm. the Calgary Flames. Uh, a guy that uh, is obviously so respected, not only in the room, but in the community won the King Clancy Award, which was a big, big deal uh, for him and the organization. Uh, I, I don't know how you can't like this deal. The AAV is less than we thought. Five and a half million. I think there was a bit of a sticker shock with that when we saw that was reported. Five and a half? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that yesterday. It's like, yeah, the salary cap's going up. That's fine. You know, you'll have that flexibility. But two years at four and a half? It's a great deal. Mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing... 
again, this is just a slam dunk for the organization. A guy who knows this is his home, his family's at home here. It wouldn't feel right if he went to another organization. He's respected in the room. It's just an absolute no-brainer for this team. To gauge kind of fan bases, I always like to go down to some of the, you know, American networks that cover the league and see what the replies are to them. And a lot of people thought this was a great deal. So, you know, not even rose-colored glasses. And even, I'd imagine that Rasmus Anderson will get an A2. This is good for him to be the heir apparent. Mm-hmm, sure. The captaincy as well down the road. And they seem to be good pals, too. Yeah, so. and, and that's a guy that a lot of people said, you know, if, if Backlund was leaving, maybe Anderson gets the C, and we've had a lot of guests on talking about that. It's just a win-win for the Calgary Flames. They did play out in Winnipeg yesterday. Pretty oh. young squad before the game. Sorry, real quick. And we'll talk to him at 745. Yes. Michael Backlund. Yes, we will. Before the game, the team announced Jacob Pelche had suffered a left shoulder injury from that hit by uh. Marion student each Monday against the Kraken. Ah! Ah! He needs surgeries out indefinitely. Worst case scenario, right? Yep. Um, he's a guy that a lot of Flames fans were excited to watch a full season with. Yep. Um, let's see what he can do. Let's see if he can play his way up the lineup. And now uh, he's out indefinitely. We have no idea what the timeline is on him returning, but he's having surgery next week. And it sucks for the young man because we were all excited to watch him play. Brutal. Notable from the roster yesterday, Coronado was on the right wing of Adam Rozicka, Andrew Mangiapane on the left, Sam Honzik on the left side of Schwint and Klapka on the right. Zari was centering Dewar and Poshbasil for some of the game. Zadorov and Uyghur played as a pair, as did Ilya Soloviov and Nick DeSimone, a top pairing for the Wranglers last season. Wolf and Dansk. Dansk. Donsk? Donsk. So you think you can Donsk? He was I the backup. Never stop saying that. Uh, never. Wolf got the full 60 minutes. Jets got an early lead on some scrambly rush coverage. Pospisil can't corral it. Now it's brought in up the right wing side by a member of the Jets who drops it off to Parker Ford. And now here's a shot by Harkins. He scores. The puck pops out in front of the Flames net right out of the stick of Jansen Harkins who slides it under Dustin Wolf. Along the ice, tough one for Wolf. Looked like he came off the stick as a bit of a fan, which might have thrown the young netminder off. Had some four on four late in the frame. Now Jet Alex I Alif. Oh my god. I follow. The kid's having a little bit of trouble this morning, eh? <laughs> my goodness. New Jet Alex Ayafalo and Andromon Japani got tangled up, and the Flames should get on the yeah, board. You gotta lock Buckets it up. Gets dropped by Weger. Zadorov spins in and shoots, and that shot deflects off a body and wide of Hellebuck's net. It hops right out in front, though. And here's Hunt with it, dropping. And now Weger with a shot, bouncing puck. They score! It looked like Dryden Hunt was the last flame to touch it. Yeah, where's our intern? I could really go for a coffee or something. Really get get me going here. <laughs> Calgary capitalized on a couple of turnovers by the Jets. End up sliding one past Hellebuck. Zadorov had a nice chance right before that, too. Pospisil was tossed in the late mo- moments of the second period. Um... Chicken wing, Cole Perfetti. Yeah, that was a brutal hit. Uh, can't be upset about the way that Pelche goes down and not say that this is an awful, terrible, yeah. late headshot from Pospisil. He, I would be stunned if he does not get suspended for several games. It's a high hit. It's not a hit that you need. There, You can play yeah. on the edge, but this was a dirty hit by Pospisil. So. Um, you're going to get to the shootout in a second. Flames are killing a five on three to start the third period. The Jets would score uh, with two seconds left in the five on three as well. You never love mm. when that happens, but they would end up killing it off. And then pff, 
beauty goal to tie it up. Back to the right point. Here's Zdorov. Far circle. Connor Zeri shoots and scores. What a goal by Connor Zeri. A toe drag, and then he rips it off the goal post and in. Toe drag, top ched. Nice bingo for Connor Zeri. I like Dryden Hunt in this game as well. Zadorov was pretty solid. You can see the tools of big Sam Honzik, but just getting stronger and getting the pucks to your teammates quicker. Yes. With this um, injury to Peltier, how mm -hmm. much does that open the door for Dryden Hunt to potentially be on the opening night roster? Uh, I don't know. And Klapka's probably ahead of him there. Dryden Hunt's yeah. had a nice little showing here, but yeah. he's, he's an AHL player. Yeah. It's okay. like a 26, saying, does it open the old. door at all? That's what I'm asking. I, I think it does, but the other guy I would look at is Connor Zary, mm -hmm. who is one of those guys that has a lot more higher ceiling. And if you're going to have him around for just a little bit, obviously, depending on the Pelche timeline, right. I could see which Zary being like a guy. long term. Which, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like second half of the season, but... We'll have to see. Uh, Coronado got robbed in overtime. Great feed by Osterley on that one. Went to a shootout. Let's hear the end of this. Here comes Domestikov. He has to score to keep the game going. He deeks, shoots, and Wolf makes a phenomenal right pad save. And that'll do it. Andrew Mangiapane scores the only goal of the shootout. Dusted Wolf, three for three, stopping the Jets. And what a selly to let him know. I know it's a preseason, yeah, but letter buck. I'm like, all for it. That save was incredible yeah, too. It had scorpion a scorpion toe save. <laughs> that's yeah, what I mean, you damn right, better Sally. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was right away. I yelled scorpion. Yeah, <laughs> right away. Your neighbors are yeah. what? Where? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like I was playing old school Mortal Kombat. Scorpion, scorpion. It's like he took off his mask and just blew fire on the Winnipeg Jets. It's like, like whenever, he did. whenever you see a fumble and you're watching football, you, you yell, got to yell. Balls out! Balls out! Fumble! You got to. It's on the carpet! Scorpion! Oh, so, it was okay. great. He so, wins. You know what my favorite part about uh, last night's game was? What? Uh, it's, it was the fourth one we played, so we got four more to go. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Yes, sir. Let's go. We're halfway there. We're almost there, kids. And the next We're halfway game, there. Yeah, and they'll have the next game the Flames play, Backlund's play. They'll have a captain on the ice. Yeah, cool. Uh, next game is Friday at home against the Oilers. Uh, before we do move on, we did mention this a little bit earlier. I uh, wanted to share some sad news in regards to the Flames. Uh, yesterday, Kelsey Snow, the wife of the Flames, Assistant General Manager Chris Snow, did announce on Twitter, Chris had suffered cardiac arrest, um, not doing well. Craig Conroy and Michael Backlund had talked about it. We had played the clip earlier. Chris was diagnosed with ALS back in 2019. We're all thinking of the Snows, including their children, Will, Will, Willa and Cohen, um, and if you'd like to learn more about Chris and the Snow family and the organizations that are helping fund ALS research, you can head to weaksidestrong.org. That is weaksidestrong.org. Um, week four of the NFL also getting going tonight, guys. Divisional matchup. Mm. On one side, you have Dan Campbell and the Lions. There's no turds here. There certainly is. And on the other side, we got the Packers. Pack is back. Pack is back. Both teams 2-1. and one. Their divisional counterparts sit at 0-3 in the Vikings and the Bears. Yeah. That makes this a pretty big game. Lions are the projected winners of this division. Can they increase their chances by winning at Lambeau Field and beating the Pack for a fourth straight time? Last night, Detroit was favored by a point and a half. The total was set at 46, George. Now up to two. 
Oh, um, well, we saw what the Lions did last season on Sunday Night Football when they went into Green Bay and. and yeah, um, they had nothing to gain from that one except for uh, building for, towards next season. Exactly. And I think that momentum from last year's uh, win at Green Bay potentially could have them winning this year, uh, this week. Um, Green Bay had no business winning that game against the Saints. The Saints let them back into that game last week. 18 points in the fourth quarter from yeah. Jordan Love. Kind of like uh, kind of like the Lions tonight. The Leons. It's not, it's not tonight. like the Sci- Saints did much offensively. I think no. Green Bay's defense is still really good. Uh, they won't have Jair Alexander tonight. They won't have uh, David Bakhtiari tonight. They won't have Elton Jenkins. So their left side is a little banged up. So Aiden Hutchinson could tee off. He had a two-sack game against Atlanta. But Jordan Love gets two big weapons back. The Detroit Lions give up a ton of yards to running backs in receiving yards. One of the worst at it. Aaron Jones, big in the receiving game. Mm. Get him back tonight. Christian Watson, Jordan loves him trying that deep ball. He hasn't really clicked with uh, with Wicks and Dobbs in, in the deep game. Christian Watson is that guy that can take the top off, and he's going to be back in the lineup tonight. That's going to help out Jordan Love. It's going to be a close one at Lambeau. Weather looks good. Going to be about 15 degrees on a clear night down in beautiful Beauty. Wisconsin. Damn right. Jay's got pummeled by the Yankees yesterday. We're seeing gaggles of women. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Didn't matter how good Garrett Cole was as Jose Barrios made a couple of costly mistakes. Aaron Judge, the hitter, swings and drives the ball out to deep right field, and that is trouble, and it is gone. An opposite field two-run home run for Aaron Judge. Immediately after the walk, the very next pitch goes into the New York bullpen. And it's 2-0. Yeah, that would be the first of two diggers for Judge. Stanton made it 4-0 before Barrios would leave the game. He finished six innings, five hits allowed, four earned runs, three walks, and 10 Ks. And I mentioned earlier, it didn't matter how good Garrett Cole was, but the problem was that he also was absolutely outstanding. Complete game, two hits against, no walks, shutout, 15th win of the season as the Jays lose 6 nothing. Yeah, the, the guy was an absolute buzzsaw. He just ripped through the Blue Jays' order last night. Complete domination. And they couldn't get to King the night before. Blue Jays scored zero runs in their last two games. And we talked about it heading into that series against the Yankees. Just win three your next six and you're guaranteed a playoff spot. And all of a sudden, all of a, a little bit of panic, a little bit of stress. Now you got to win Jays three fans. your next four. Well, and obviously <laughs> no, you don't, but they, yeah. they still have a really, really good chance of getting into the postseason, but Oh boy, a uh, lot of uh, some of our older listeners will remember 1987 when the team had a three and a half game lead and then they lost seven straight and missed the playoffs. Yeah. But mind you, back in 87, it was way harder. Right to, get, to the ALCS. Then. Right to the ALCS uh, to get into the postseason. Yeah. But uh, nervous times. The playoffs. Nervous times right now for the Blue Jays. Um, and that loss dropped their playoff percentage from 95 to. 90 on Fangraphs. Yeah, like, they're going to get in just because of how this Texas and Seattle series, I think, is going to play out. I think the Rangers have us so much ahead of them. They want that Mm. division. They want the two seed. There's a chance the Jays could fall into the sixth spot and get the Twins. Which I'm all about. That's totally it. And then there's always talk of, uh, oh, the Jays can't hit good pitching. They're league average at hitting good pitchers. Their, Their OPS is 651. That's better than Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and Baltimore. The Baltimore Orioles best team in the American League have the worst OPS against top 40 pitching in the league. So That's a great stat. The Jays- Does it feel like he has yeah. way more prepared today? Chris, Pat- me? Patrick? Yeah, it feels like he's got a lot here for the morning report. I'm enjoying I, it. Yeah, there's a lot Shout of out down here. to Black on Twitter, Chris Black, uh, yeah. Sportsnet producer. Sportsnet, let's go. He's, uh, he's amazing with all his Jays stats, and I was like, yeah, the Jays are 
league average at hitting good pitchers. It's Rick, just that they all happen to happen at the same time. But where are the Blue Jays in home runs? I don't know where they way are. Down the list. They're way down in home runs, that's for sure. Grace and Orioles both won nothing. Changes for the AL East. Rays still two and a half games back in the division lead, so they're the first wild card. Rangers bested the Angels. They stay out in front of the AL West looking uh, for that wild card round by. The other series had the Mariners hosting the Astros. Astros win this one by an 8-2-3 score. That means the Mariners are a game and a half out of a playoff spot. Stampeders were back at practice yesterday. Zach Williams returned to practice. That was good news to see as uh, that's one body back on their offensive line. They play Hamilton Saturday. They'll travel tomorrow. From the NBA... Train me right now! That's essentially Ooh. been Damian Lillard all summer long, except he took it one step further and told everyone, trade me right heckin' now to Miami. Well, he's going to Milwaukee. Three-team trade, including the Suns yesterday. Lillard goes to the Bucks. It ends his 11-year tenure in Portland, the Blazers get Drew Holiday. They get DeAndre Ayton. They get some first-round picks. Yusuf Nurkic is the big piece going to the Suns, but they all are getting four players in this deal. Thoughts, George? Yeah, um, from a guy who wanted to go to Miami, instead of going to South Beach, he goes to Milwaukee. Get your parka. Oof. Um, tough one. And, and credit the Bucks organization, who apparently were engaged in trade talks for over a month quietly trying to acquire Damian mm-hmm. Lillard because Giannis Antetokounmpo is like, hey, are we going to try to win yep. here? Because if you're not, I want out. If you are, cool. I want to win another championship yep. in Milwaukee. And uh, the Bucks obviously losing some uh, defensive um, intensity with Drew Holiday on the way out. But that's the one thing the Bucks struggle with so mightily, scoring. And there's nobody who creates like Damian mm-hmm. Lillard. Pick and roll is going to be super interesting now. You add with him, Giannis and Chris Middleton. You and, add him in there. That's a big. That's a that's a nasty. That's big a nasty three. three again. Middleton, perfect yeah. role for him yep. right now. Even though Brook Lopez still there yep. too. The defensive side of the basketball is still pretty good uh, for the Bucks. They're not as deep now uh, roster wise, but you look at their starting five. Best team in Eastern Conference now. Well, Vegas thinks Probably. so. Shot them right to the NBA, like the odds-on favorite to win the title at plus three fifty over the Denver Nuggets. And, and Shams did Raptors fans dirty yesterday. Did yeah. you see it? No, I didn't see that. Shams what? tweeted that the Raptors got Damian Lillard. Did he? Oh, he probably deleted it now. Yeah, there was a lot of screenshots. Well, the Raptors weren't going to give up OG or Scotty Barnes. I'm fine with keeping Barnes. I mean, OG should have been traded probably like five, six times over the last five years, it feels like. Uh, but for Milwaukee, it keeps their window open a little bit longer. Sure. Keeps Giannis happy because there was talk that, hey, Giannis could be on his way out. Uh, I'd be all over that. I know Masai would be all over that for yep. sure. Uh, but then in Portland, it's like they had such a good run there with Lillard, CJ McCollum. There were some good teams in Portland yeah, that they he, could never get over it, but yeah, they but, never could add to it. Yeah, but Patrick, he never played with another superstar. Yeah, exactly. He played with Mello, who yeah. was at the back nine of his yeah. career. And CJ McCollum's not a superstar. No, great, great player. Great player. All-star. Great player. Not He's a superstar. never had the help out there in Portland. So. And now he finally gets to play with a superstar in Giannis. Yeah. This is no good for the Raptors, right? That's fine. Like well, the they, Raptors they were, were never, really never going to. Milwaukee had contender. to keep. Milwaukee sees what Boston and Miami are doing, and they're like, "Yeah, we gotta, we gotta keep up with them." Would have been scary if you went to the Celtics. <laughs> uh, also, we have to get to this uh, before our first interview of the morning. Um, Want to get this story of straight up discrimination, George? Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know what service animals are, right? Yes, oh. of course. Many people um, have dogs to help them get around if maybe their eyesight is diminished. Uh, I remember Max Domi when he was with the Coyotes. I don't know if he still has this, but he had a dog that he would bring with him everywhere. The dog that would tell him when his blood sugar was too low yeah. because he was diabetic and it would like 
poke him with his nose when his blood sugar hey. is too low. Safe to say they're typically dogs, but occasionally someone goes viral because they have like a parrot that they want to take on a plane. And you know what? I think we should let them. Because I think if the animal is trained, George, it probably behaves better than some of the, your children. Yeah. And frankly, some of you adults as well. We've Boy. talked about planes many times and how people aren't very well behaved. Well, yesterday, George, down in Philadelphia at Citizens Park, the Phillies were taking on the Pirates, and someone was trying to enter the park with their service animal, and they were denied. No. Because it was an alligator. <laughs> a gator. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has a gator as a service animal. Do Wal- they have mild foot pain? Wally Gator. Philly native gator. He's a very nice boy. His parents tried to get him in as their emotional support alligator, and he was denied entry at the door. You can actually find him, believe it or not, being a uh, service animal that is an alligator. He does have his own social media profile. Of course he does. Uh, Wally Gator and Joey. All right. He's actually very nice. They have lots of pictures of people just holding him. He wanders around Philadelphia wearing like a a harness. Aw. He's like a five foot long gator. Doesn't he need to be in water or near water? No, gators don't. Really? No, no, no. Crocodiles need water. Oh, okay. Oh, look. I'm sorry. I heard you go, what? I'm sorry if you... I didn't know you were the foremost I mean, the reptiles, on, man. On, on gators. No, g- gators can survive without okay. water. I'm Plus, looking they're, they're right like, now. He's so They're not like cute. fish. Yeah, he's a nice boy. I didn't, I didn't know look, Steve Irwin, look. the reincarnation. Look yeah. at this. She's hugging him. Oh, he's a cute gator. Oh, he's got a little harness. All I'm saying... She looks uncomfortable, though, hugging him. There. Well, it's he's like, awkward. Is, is he going to bite my face she off? She looks a little terrified. Like, yeah, is he going to bite my face off? That. He's not big. Yeah, but when does it get to the point where he's like, I'm a gator, you have me in captivity, Captivity. I'm going to eat you? Also, hey, like, always ga- a chance. gators are also known to be like pretty dumb. Really? Like, in the sense that, like, that's why they attack humans, because, like, when it's feeding time and there's, like, a splash in the water, they're like, that's dinner. Yeah. They don't, they don't whether know it's it a is. rock, <laughs> whether it's a human, whether it's a bird, they can't tell the difference. They, they just see. Their eyes are on the top of their head. They are very um, instinctive. Oh. Normalized support gators. And good night Damn and right. good luck to you, sir. Uh, the Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead, Ross Tucker, Jeff Merrick, Michael Backlund, Jam Pack, 7 o'clock. Big Show, Ruskin Rose, 960 The Fan.